Trump tells female staffers how to dress. Ugh, as if. Does Sam Smith make you horny? Everyday questions. Is that a vagina? <laughs> Coming up today on The Point. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Point, the only talk show bringing gay and straight men together to see what happens. And we have a special guest with us today to add to the gay and straight men mix. We have sex educator and porn producer, Caitlin K. Roberts. Did you say porn producer? Porn producer. Ooh. Wow. Yes. Wow. I didn't know that. Look how happy everyone is. <laughs> as as what what kind that. of porn do you produce? Um, feminist, alternative, and ethical porn. Ethical porn. Ethical porn. Now, now what does that mean? Yeah. Nobody it means wears a lot fur. Of <laughs> There's no fur. Yeah. No fur. No fur. No fur. No, no animals no, were killed. No, I mean, like there could be. Anyway. Oh, wow. um, so it means uh, mostly that we put our performers first, so their interests and their desires and their consent matters most to us. Um, we pay them a reasonable amount of money and we respect them as humans and we only want them to do on camera what they want to do. It also means that we have a high level of diversity and inclusion, so you might see people in our porn that you might not see featured in mainstream porn and featured in a way that doesn't fetishize them. So they're being upheld for their personal desire and pleasure as opposed to someone else's. Amazing. Cool. I like that. Like that's like trailblazing, and that also seems upsetting that that's trailblazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that people are treated ethically and right. not, well, you know, in a way. We'll we'll get a, a little bit more into this, but I mean, part of the 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 knock on porn is that it's geared towards straight men and how women are treated. Mm -hmm. I mean, is that where this comes from? As sort of a a blowback, if I can use that word. Uh, against that kind of porn? Well, it's not like that kind of porn is necessarily bad. There is some definitely badly made porn out there, and when I say that, I mean ethically so. But it's, it's also really like poor production value in a lot of porn <laughs> too. Let's just throw I never believe that that's actually the pizza delivery guy. But it doesn't, it doesn't mean it's inherently unethical, right? Because we don't know what's happening behind right. the scenes. Right. We don't know what those people are preferring to do or not preferring to do. So we just assume that it's made well but they're not telling us anything. So it's this is kind of like a stamp of approval, saying like, this is actually happening. We are treating our performers well. You can talk to our performers. They're happy to participate. They're doing it because they want to. And I'm sure you can tell in the performance as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope yeah. so. Anyways. Well, I mean, it's hard because there's cameras rolling. People act differently. Of course. So it's still a performance to some degree, but we try and create a setting where everyone can feel comfortable to enjoy themselves. Interesting. And the, and the porn company is called Spit. Yes. Spit.exposed. No. Uh, say that again? Spit.exposed. Right. So how did you come up with the name Spit? Um, it was, it was, <laughs> it's not an acronym for anything? No, okay. sorry. Uh, it was just, it was in a line in a journal that I had wrote. And it was like, a, I think I was talking about how I was craving someone's spit or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. But it was like, oh, that's a, that's a cute little name. I was like, okay. Cool. Um, and your, your more general website is called To Be a Slut. That's my blog. I also have an educator website called Caitlin K. Roberts. Okay. The, the reason why, actually, I, I wanted Caitlin to come on the show is because uh, there was a couple of shows ago where we were talking about uh, something actually quite innocuous, which was underwear. And the question came up, what do, I mean, for gay guys, we know what makes other guys, like, what they want to see, right? What's sexy. But the question came up, uh, what do straight guys wear for underwear that they think women 
I solved this problem, by the way, since that show. <laughs> I got a pair of underwear in the mail. Not like creepy, like I have a subscription to underwear thing, MeUndies. Anyway, give us plenty of MeUndies. Um, and it's, it's, I'm not wearing them today, but it, there are these boxes with roses on them. Aww. It's adorable. Wow. Nice. So how do you feel about that, I guess? Yeah. Underwear? The I roses, particularly. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> See, there we go. Problem solved. Well, the Once thing was, it, it, and I've heard this before, that, that straight guys kind of don't really know what is sexy for women and what turns women on. Yeah, and but women either, are all different. You can't even say how, what turns no, but I think it's how, because a lot of the time, and Ori and Gordon, let me know if, if I'm totally off base, or and speaking just for myself here, but uh, a lot of the time we think of like ourselves as more utilitarian and like, than like this sexy object, yeah. so to speak. Not to say that women are objects, but you know what I mean? Like there's sort of an innate sexuality that, you know, that we kind of see in women, but the guys, exactly. like it's not expected as much or, or, or as common or whatever, so. So we don't think of like, oh, we have to dress in a certain like, exactly, yeah. at least like in terms no, of underwear kind of no, thing. There's no like men's lingerie or anything like that. I like right? to like, consider myself a robot, you know? <laughs> like it's just. Are you trying to say sex machine? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> no, no, it came in my head, but I was like, no, no, no. I mean, it looks no, like yeah. you have some fashion. Like, you're not a robot. Yeah, you You've got great. some style. This is a different thing. Back to the topic. <laughs> and Enough about me. Comfortable. What, I, what I've noticed in, in talking to a lot of straight guys is that they don't even know, like, for gay men, I feel like we understand the plumbing of our partners because we have the same plumbing. Mm -hmm. But for straight men, they don't always understand the plumbing of their partners because the plumbing is different. Yeah, and you don't really get taught a whole lot about it. Yeah, no. so so please. Kind of learn I, on the fly. Do you guys want to learn about the vulva and the vagina? Of course. Yeah. Okay. I do, actually. Again? Let's do it. <laughs> is, that a, is that a puppet I have vagina? a puppet. It's I have amazing. A, it's a vulva puppet. Oh, OK. So you'll find out very soon. Oh, my okay. god. So oh, my god. From the Jim Henson workshop. That looks comfortable. It is really comfortable. Do you want to feel it? <laughs> It's to. nice and soft. You're you're feeling her. Never. No, okay, go. Yes. <laughs> I'm both a puppet. Don't get jealous, Fred. So the external genitalia on <laughs> most people, on people with vaginas, because not all women have vaginas and not all men have penises. So the external genitalia on people with vaginas is called the vulva. This is not the vagina. It's the vulva. Um, the vagina is the internal opening down here mm. where you might put your penis. So only object. that's the vagina? If you're like like the inside. Oh, oh I yeah. thought, oh, I thought oh, no, the no, whole no, the thing inside. was a vagina. Where's oh, the no, clitoris? No, no, no. Right the clitoris there. is this little orange <laughs> nub here. Or is showing off. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I thought that I thought there. that was at the bottom. Yeah, and they have a clitoris. Oh <laughs> it's it's it it just depends on what position you're in. Yeah. <laughs> you thought the clitoris was at the bottom? I guess I don't know. How often do you think about the clitoris, Tito? Have you ever seen a naked woman? <gasps> no. You have, have you ever seen? Yeah. Okay. Well, yes. Well, I mean, like in person? Yeah. I guess when I was a kid. <laughs> like I've seen like my fr all my like girlfriends okay. naked, but like I haven't huh. seen like, like how. Like no, like when they were <laughs> like ins inspected. No, like when they were changing inside, they're just like run yeah. around naked. Right, but you're thing. not like searching but for I've the clitoris. But I never looked at. That's what I mean. I never, yeah. They never like open. Like it was never there, and I'm like, oh, well, honey, what? you're my BFF. Can I check this out? No. <laughs> right. Oh, anyway, Caitlin. Okay, so we have the extern the outer labia, which are the the lips you would see if someone was standing still. Those are called the outer labia. Then you have the inner labia, which are the little sensitive dangly bits in between 
the outer labia and the vagina. The dangly bits. The little dangly bits. Sometimes they're really small. Some mm. women, some people's vaginas don't have any at all. Some people have longer ones. Totally different. Every vulva is this super is different. Um, and then you have, <laughs> okay. so this model. You killed me. Sorry. <laughs> okay, sorry, you're right. <laughs> this model, I th believe that the bead here is the urethra, but usually it's a lot lower, like right just above the vaginal opening there. Um, and the most important part is the clitoris. What most men don't understand is that the clitoris is actually a really large structure. Oh Whoa. my so, God, it looks yeah. like a chicken. It, it, <laughs> it looks like Gumby kind yeah, of. Yeah, so the only, the part of the clitoris you see is the part in the front, but that's oh. just like a small portion of it. It actually extends in the back. So inside the body, there are legs of the, gen of the clitoris. So wow. that's why stim stimulation inside the vagina also feels good or around the labia as well. So, and then there's the G-spot here. And if you guys want to feel the G-spot. Is the G-spot a part of the clitoris? No, it is oh, okay. not. Um, there's urethral sponge, which is like penile tissue. Um, so when you hit it, it's, it that's why it feels uh -huh. good. Yeah, so if you want to put your fingers that's inside the vagina, <laughs> you can feel there's like a little walnutty thing in here. You want to feel it? Uh, <laughs> sure. It's you just know, like a, a puppet. I know, it's just wait. So wait, what is that? <laughs> this is much more like complex oh. than I thought. So I think you should. Yeah. No, I'm okay. So sure. what? What if a That's female is like having that walnut thing? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. What about like anal or with, <laughs> on a female? What? Like, is it easier to hit the G spot from? No, behind? no. Well, I mean, like from behind. If you were going at it, I guess you might have some direct contact, but it would be through a wall. Mm -hmm. The anal wall. So girls wouldn't have any pleasure from doing anal? Oh no, they totally could. It's varied. Um, but you don't hit like any... It... No, you can. Um, there, so people Do women with, have um, a... This sounds like an ignorant question. Do women have a prostate? I don't... I can't answer that. I don't remember. But we can have anal orgasms. So... I'm sure everybody has a prostate. Yeah, because it goes... It, it's around the urethra. I mean, the, the inside. Yeah, I believe it's yeah. probably true. I don't think it's as prominent as men's. I think that's why men oh. typically have more enjoyment from butt stuff than women do. <laughs> um, but on people with vaginas, the pelvic nerve wiring is so intense and different on every woman. That's why some women can come vaginally, some women can come anally. So yeah, it's really cool. It's super cool because it's all different and super connected to our brains. It's super interesting. So mm -hmm. can you hit the G-spot with your fingers? Yeah, totally. So, that's, that's but what is the? Enjoy that. But does Guys, it, I feel like I'm like 12, and I'm like, <laughs> and I've been trying not to laugh this entire time. It's really hard. Isn't the main why. thing usually like the clitoris? You know what? You let's let's like check this out. Let's no. just face it for Some a moment. It's very interesting to see you explore. You know, this looks way more complicated than I thought. Like I thought it was just like a hole. Like I thought it was just like I don't know. No, but this is there's like, a lot going on. Oh my god, like what's so, this? That's why straight guys that, don't want to ever stop exploring. Vaginal entrance. So if you push it in more. <laughs> this is just the Oh my god, okay, wait. You can do it. So this is coming out a little bit. So usually it's like in hole like this. Oh, so I you would see. just see it like that. Like that's what every, like, okay, no, yeah. No, that's not what every vulva looks like. <laughs> and they're all very, very different. <laughs> In color, and, shape, size. But they are all purple like this. <laughs> and what's this? And velvety. That's the G-spot. Oh, and then what's that here? The thing That's poking the clitoris. Through. So, people so where do... Oh my god, this is going to sound so dumb, <laughs> and I'm so sorry. But where do women pee from? The urethral opening, 
which is, I think, represented as this little bead here, but it's usually a bit lower, right above the vaginal entrance. <sighs> wow. Have you seen Orange Black? <laughs> I don't even know how, like, this is so cool, right? Like, I don't... Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, nah, it's super interesting. Like I had no idea. Like this well, was so that. See, because like with dudes though, like it, it is a lot more simple. Like you've got a, a couple of things simple. there, and then you know your question about like where do they pee from? For us, it's just it's just a switch inside. It's all the same tube. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Like it's you know. This is kind of why they haven't been able to create the equivalent of the female Viagra, because. It's so much more complicated right, for definitely. people, like uh, the mind-body connection. You can actually, you can create a pill that will lubricate <laughs> a woman, but you're not going to create a pill that will mentally arouse a woman. But does There's, Viagra mentally arouse men? Well, does it need to? Is that the point? Like it's yeah, getting like, you to a point where you want to have sex or are able to. So, like, if you were to go to a sex club and take a Viagra, you'd have an erection, mm -hmm. and that would make you ideally want to have sex. There's um, something like all called, the time. oh, shoot, um, no, uh, non-concordance, where your brain and your arousal aren't matching. So that can happen in men, it's a little less frequent, but in women, if you don't have that mental like where, arousal, you're yeah, not so going to Yeah, so where they sex. are not aroused, but, never mind. Yeah, know. you have an erection. <laughs> no, yeah, you, you're the like. Because like, I was just wondering if if that uh, the other side of that kind of happens. Hence, I guess the point of Viagra, where like mentally yeah, you want to have sex, yeah. but it's just like, it's like wake up, you know, like nothing's happening. Yeah, you know? yeah, not concordance. I have a question. Yeah. I heard that women like they don't have to necessarily have penetration to reach climax. Is that true? That's very common. You, most women can have clitoral orgasms pretty easily. Which means like stuff happening outside. It usually touching the clitoris with the oh, like, like that. that's it. That's it. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, when you're going down on a girl, that's what you have to do, right? Well, you can also like go down on like down here in the vagina and the lips. Like it's, it's all, all the things, right? right? It's not but the clitoris, clitoris is where you get the f most of the feeling. Yeah, this is like, there's like 8,000 nerve endings in a clitoris. Wow. Mm. Yeah, it's intense. So it's super, super, super sensitive. And it's the only organ that's purely for pleasure. Really? Men, men yeah. don't have this organ. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I wish. We could, we, no, we should not be given that kind yeah. of <laughs> Everybody power. Everybody should be like locked yeah, inside. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, a quick question for you, uh, and this, uh, I'm gonna ask this on, be on behalf of Gordon. Um, <laughs> because you <laughs> often, I? no, you often talk about um, what you call side shit, uh, which is... Yeah. Um, often. Yeah, twice it's pretty often. Awesome. Like, awesome. like, hey, I'm not gonna deny it. It's not, out there in the not, world. Not man on top, not woman on top, but side to side. Equality. Equality, right. Um, <laughs> I'm, f I'm, f I'm for the struggle. Well, well, I'm saying, you know. Well, number one is uh, um, not necessarily from a sexual issue, but from a sort of, I don't know what kind of issue you call it, but is there, um, it, uh, he jokes about it that it's equality. Is there something about, you know, women on top or women on bottom that, you know, is there a power? Because with gay men, there's no like real power dynamic sort of thing because it's yes, two guys. But is, is there a sexual power dynamic with a man and a woman? I think that that's more kink related than anything else. 
Mm. So I think the different positions, it's yeah. more about just like what you're feeling. Because different yeah. things feel good in different ways. To different and people. And at different moments and whatever, yeah. right? So I mean like... Like women on top, like that is just going to give me a different kind of orgasm than side to side would. Yeah. Well, does it does it matter what position? I mean, in terms of the, the, the clitoris or whatever, does it matter the position? It you know, depends. Doggy style or... It really depends on the person. Like because the, the nerve endings are so diverse in each person, it's like really dependent. That's why you like have to communicate with your partner, see what works. Wow. And it stimulates things in different ways. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Interesting. Super well, we will talk more about this, but right now it's time for Tito's Midpoint. All right, so uh, this week we're playing Brownie Points. It's um, about strong women. So it's all women. The answers will be women. <laughs> <laughs> It's trivia, there's, right? Yeah, yes. it's trivia, okay. so there's no options. Just um, blurt out what you think the answer is. Great. Do I get Got to it? Play? Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> no. So first Not question. Lying. Who is considered the best-selling female recording artist of all time? Beyonce. No. Madonna. Whitney yes. Houston. Yes. Oh. Madonna. Madonna. This is not fair. I can't like... So you always love... Got your it's hard. So just, just lean closer to me. Oh, you like that, wouldn't you? Princess Diana was killed in a car crash while paparazzi were chasing her. In what year did she die? 97. Yeah, I think 97. Wow. wow. Oh, really? Yeah. How wow. did you know that? Because I, I, remember um, that. I was playing baseball and we were at the All-Ontario Finals when she died. So it's just oh. like always there. Huh? Yeah. yeah, 97. Almost 20 years. It's crazy. Yeah. 20 years. Crazy. Um, Jackie Kennedy was famous as the wife of President John F. Kennedy. She later married Greek businessman Aristotle Ona Onassis? Onassis. Whatever. What was her maiden name? <laughs> oh. Oh my god, I don't know. Grey Gardens. Did you ever see Grey like, Gardens? I, no. no, it's like Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis. Right. Like, I, I don't know, know, I know her Jackie O, but... It's a very Simpsons name. Jackie Simpson. <laughs> Maggie! Bouvier. 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 Bouvier? Really? Really? How did I not know Bouvier, that? Bouvier, like with a B? Yeah. yeah. Bouvier. Bouvier. <laughs> That's bougie, kind of. Bougie. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Do you like my little... <laughs> my favorite. So we have our own show going I know, on down my here. My little side comments are like... <laughs> Who was the last pharaoh of ancient Egypt? Nefertiti. Cat Catherine the Great? No. <laughs> Catherine the Great. Wait, hold on. Nefertiti? Wait, it was a cat. Pharaoh. Oh, a woman. Who Everybody dresses pharaoh. up as her. Yeah. Oh my Cleopatra. god. Cleopatra. Cleopatra. Oh, oh yeah. duh. Right, from Clone High, I kind of... Damn. No, yeah, I'm with you, I'm with you. Was no, she no, no. with... Anyways, keep going. This talk show host, <laughs> actress, producer, and philanthropist began her television career anchoring Oprah. at... Fred Kerr. Okay, let him finish. <laughs> I it's Oprah. Cheat that it is Oprah. Yeah. yeah. I never let you go down I'm just like staring at the camera. <laughs> I'm, there, I'm there for you. Who was the only former first lady to run and win elected office? Uh, the playing? rightful president. Correct. <laughs> Hillary Clinton. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who is the longest serving monarch in British history? Cleopatra. Yeah. <laughs> like queen, queen, the queen. Which one? The queen. <laughs> yeah. They've queen had Elizabeth. more than one? Queen Elizabeth, is that her? Queen Victoria? Victoria? Queen Victoria. I was gonna say right. Victoria, you guys, I swear. Queen Elizabeth II is second. Damn it. Hence uh, the second. <laughs> yes. Although famous for a series of novels popular with teens, she also wrote adult novels such as The Casual Vacancy. J.K. Rowling. Yes. Oh. There, it is. there it is. I'm a Harry Potter fan. I love her. 
See, I love Harry Potter, but I didn't know that either. Like, I just, I didn't know what else she wrote. Like, oh, yeah, me neither. So, I don't know. Right? <laughs> I don't think anything is, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the new feminist catchphrase, she persisted, caught on after Republican Senate leader Mitch McConnell said she was warned, she was given an explanation, Never, nevertheless, she persisted. Who is she? Elizabeth Warren. Yes. yes. <laughs> what state? You tried so, you were waiting for me to finish and you just I, I was. Senator yes. of? America. I don't know. <laughs> uh, New York? Massachusetts. Massachusetts, yeah. Okay, last one. <laughs> Which recording artist is the most nominated woman in Grammy history? Taylor Swift. No. Beyonce. Beyonce. Winnie Houston. The Queen Beyonce. Oh. Beyonce. So you must be very happy about that. Yeah. Yes. There's like mini Beyonce's coming. Many? Oh, yeah. Too many Beyonce's. Well, it's not the first time she's carried two other people. And thank you, <laughs> Tito, for today's midpoint. Fred's throwing shade. Jeez. Which that brings us to talking point number two. I actually don't think I said, I actually said talking point number one, which was what it feels like for a girl, a takeoff of the Madonna song. Oh. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is either. <laughs> well, she was the, the most... Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Um, but talking point number two, it's a Mad Men world. Oh, okay. God. Like the show? I didn't even finish the show. I watched like halfway through the second last season and then stopped. Mad Men? I stopped I don't know too. why. I, 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 really I don't have a reason. Weird. It's not like I didn't love it. I'm just an he idiot. cheating on everybody. It's like, ugh, look enough. We got it. John Hamm's ham, though. <laughs> Hashtag John Ham's ham. Oh, his ham. Yeah. Okay. You want his ham. Anyway, we're not actually talking about Mad <laughs> anyway, Men. We're talking yeah. about the Mad Men era. And it seems to be that, um, uh, well, a number of things. Number one, um, Tr Donald Trump, um, he has, um, he seems to want to bring back the Mad Men era. He has given a directive to women who work in the White House that they need to, quote, dress like women. According to a source, who works with Donald Trump. If you're going to be a public person for him, um, you need to dress sharply. Trump likes women who work for him to dress like women. Uh, even if you're in jeans, you need to look neat and orderly. Um, but he prefers them in skirts and of course he does. heels and things like that. Um, like, is he done? He's such a like, no, no, he's, he's not. just getting started, just getting started. which is the worst um, part. I, I, yeah. I, as, as today's resident woman at the table, <laughs> How do you react to news like this? How do you even think I react? <laughs> it's horrible. It sucks. Well, how, what, what, I mean, there were things like the Women's March and there were protests, but what, what do we need, what do we do? How do we f fight back against this? You're putting this on my show. No, yes. no, no, no. Tell yes. us. right now. Yes, this you is where the, the revolution starts. <laughs> you are the woman. <laughs> I am not the woman, but I will help other women. Um, I don't have information. I, 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 it just, it boggles my mind that we seem to be in this retrograde era. Yeah, digressing. Yeah, like it is crazy. Yeah. And, and, and it's also just the speed at which it's happening. You know, it's not sort of like he's slowly, you know, implementing these oppressive measures. It's all happening at lightning speed. And it's like, I don't know, I, like it's almost baffling. You know what I mean? It's exhausting, but... And news came out the same week that that news came out. We also got news, uh, this was in, uh, well, this is from the Associated Press, um, that a Playboy club 
Oh, Playboy yeah. Bunnies and All is reopening in New York City. A few blocks. I thought you were gonna say in the White House. No, not in. <laughs> well, pretty much. Like he's installed a grotto in the West. That's right. <laughs> Um, according to a spokesman from Playboy Enterprises, it will be one of the most chic and sophisticated venues in the world. Of course, some people are saying, well, this is, uh, um, you know, Frommer's travel guides. Um, the publisher, uh, Pauline Frommer, said, retro is in, but I'm not sure this type of retro. Um, I love the bunnies. Yeah, I like the show when it was on. But it's, I, uh, but it's, I guess it, yeah, it just, show. It's just from a time. Yeah, it it's a, from that time where it was like so. It's just so. De I find it so degrading. Like it's one thing to have like, I don't know. It's I don't think it's like a powerful thing for women to be like, yay, there's a club for you to dress like a bunny and like a you know like half naked and half man half man in suits like smoke cigars and give you might be like yeah but that's like a strip club like it, some yeah. girls feel empowered. Well, actually, you said might be. What do you yeah. mean by that? I mean, like you can't tell women how to feel sexually empowered. Like yeah. that's their call. Exactly. exactly. But I think I think I think maybe what you're getting at, or maybe you're not. It's, a, maybe it's, it's a separate point. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's the kind weird. of thing where I think that they're talking about like the Playboy Club as like it's this big thing that it's you know a huge ordeal. I mean, there's strip clubs clubs all over the place, right? Like the, this sort of thing exists everywhere. It's just in 2017, you're not going to get a just universally like positive, glowing, happy reaction from the general public but, but they don't about get something naked, like this right? because no, it don't. is such an individual thing is that, you know, there are people who feel like it is empowering. There are women who do feel empowered. There are women who don't feel that it's empowering, who think it's something else. And, and the thing is, it, you know, that discussion wouldn't have happened 50 years ago. Um, so it would have been, you know, just a bunch of out of touch dudes saying like, this is a thing that's happening to other dudes saying, great, and the discussion doesn't even exist. So I'm just thinking it's, in terms of the publicity of it, in terms of the conversation of it, um, it's not going to be as revered as it would be 50 years ago. I, I, and I, I totally get your point because I feel the same way about strippers. I'm always uh, 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 sort of shocked when women diss other women who choose to be strippers for whatever reason if it's empowering or if it's a job and what yes absolutely what struck me about this is the playboy spokesman saying it will be chic and just painting this very 50s 60s you know gentlemen's club kind of thing only men can attend right right but they have like shows like Do it's they? not just girls and bunnies, like or dresses bunnies, like that's well not... the Playboy the Playboy Club will be like a gentleman's club where men go and smoke cigars and get waited on by the bunnies. Is is there so what kind what's of the show? difference between that and like hooters though? You know well I mean? that I, I was thinking Chicken the wings. same thing. Chicken wings, <laughs> yes. Um I, yeah, I mean it's is is there a place for the given twenty it's twenty seventeen, given Donald Trump is president. Is there a place for bringing back things like the Playboy Club? I think totally. Um, the things, again, when we come back to like ethical work, like it's probably going to be run by a man. It, the, all of the staff is probably going to be men in charge, creating a space for men to enjoy themselves. So when you have that situation, you might not have the women's needs or desires or 
requirements met at that point, right? So you, like the way it's done, and then also the women that get hired, are we excluding it to women who are thin, beautiful, busty women who look a right. specific way? Yeah. Like there are definitely men who are into various types of women, and if we're not employing those women, then is it really ethical, or are we just idolizing mm -hmm. one version of yeah. femininity? So it's like, I'm not against sex work by any means, and like I'm, there are many women out there who are happy to take men's money, but like <laughs> it's it's ethical again. It's like the yeah. questions behind it come yeah. into play. Well, we'll see how that goes. They're going to open uh, this year. Uh, speaking of Playboy, um, uh, this just made me laugh. Playboy's playlist: the 50, 15 sexiest songs to get down to. Ooh, all right. I know, and they include things like. Is that Shade? Uh, uh, I want a little sugar in my bowl by Nina Simone. <gasps> Anytime, any place by Janet Jackson. Can't get enough of your love, baby. Very right. Although, do you really want to have sex to that? Can't get enough of your love. It's just, it's just cheesy, <laughs> right? I mean, is that sexy? But the at the same time, uh, how like into it are you if you're like, hold on, let's yeah, hold I on. Focus. Like, I gotta change this song. Like, I am way too taken out of it. If by music this song is on, I'm background. like, I'm just gonna start singing along. Uh, <laughs> the Beautiful Ones by Prince. No Diggity, the original by Chet Faker. Um, there was one here that really uh, struck me, well, By Your Side by Sade. I mean Sade, I'll, Sade, Sade, yes. Lay Me Down by Sam Smith. Really? Here, my he question like is, who actually boy. enjoys, on this panel, who enjoys like music like, like music? I have in the past. Kind of. Yeah. I don't care. If it's like sexy, groovy music. No. Yeah, it depends. It depends. It's if like it's like background. Yeah. It's like low and like okay. background. Why do some gay men think it's sexy to put on like house, house music? music. Oh, I know. House music it's for so sex. Fun. For, boom, the boom, for, the for boom, faster pumps, I would imagine. I, yeah, I'm thinking that's setting not, a rhythm, right? It's not hot. Matt, I is that hot? Beyonce's rocket. Why me? Wait, I think I think that just maybe reminds guys of like being in the club and like. Yeah. You know? But it's not. But sexy. why do you want to be reminded of being in the club? That's because not like sexy. you've already not achieved the goal of the club. I don't know. I think and now you're having sex with it someone. Depends. Like, <laughs> if you're in the mood, bodily, like a good like a runchy rap song, like it makes you feel nice yeah. and like yeah. What's, what's, what, Doug, what's your sex song? Yeah, what is your sex song? I I don't have a specific sex song. It doesn't matter because like again. And I'm more focused on what's going on, and I don't really care about That's the right. uh, yeah. the music or accompanying anything. I Good will answer. tell you that if you sleep with women, we do like accompany background things, ambiance. Cool. So what, yeah, so no, I, I'm, hap I'm happy to have it. Actually, I just mean it's yeah, not something that I. Need what do you? What is on your uh, sexy playlist? Oh, well, it varies, but I like like anything from like the XX. Than to hip hop. The XX. The XX would work. But you, you How have do you know about the XX? How do you know about, about, about the XX? XX? What's the uh, XX? It's good. It's you like really sexy. The XX. So hold on, the new single. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. good. Their whole album's. Yes. Amazing. Wait, Matt, you don't have a sexy song that you would. I don't know, like Missy Elliott sometimes. <laughs> Why not? Get your freak on. <laughs> Superfly. Get your freak on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not romantic. No, no, hip hop works. Hip hop is good. Anyways, You're gonna dig down, flip it, and reverse good. it. I've like, I've like put on a song and done a little strip tease. Ooh, or like which ones? Which song? I don't remember. I was kind of like, I wasn't sober, so I don't remember. I was, I was like a little tipsy. Like I wasn't like. I always think of Rocket by Beyonce. Yes, like that. Yeah, I think, yes, like that, a, yeah, I think it was song. that one. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Okay, yeah. Maybe you were both there. 
Okay. We were so drunk. (laughs) They were drunk. Um, Well, now it's time for endpoints. Actually, before we get to Tito's uh, endpoint, the bop of the week, um, the XX, hold on. Their new single, that is a bop. Of the week that should be noted. I don't even know what. Well, you listen need to, to the XX. Okay, okay, okay. Tito, Bob of the week. Ori will punch you in the. I face. am about to. Bob <laughs> of the week is Cashmere Cat and Camila Cabello, formerly of Fifth Harmony, and it's called Love Incredible. And uh, Ori, you had an endpoint. Yes, um, so I'm going to be in a play at the Alumni Theater. Um, it runs from the first week of March to the third week of March. Here um, in Toronto. Here in Toronto, yeah. It's on uh, 70 Berkeley Street. Um, so I'm in the second block, so it runs from the 15th to the 19th. Um, it's called Why, but there's four plays, four short plays in the uh, in the block. So yeah, you guys should all come check it out. Cool. And uh, what's the website for the... Uh, alumnitheater.ca. Okay. Yeah. We'll get it on the screen. Yes. Thank you. Uh, and Caitlin, um, if people want to check out your blog, check out your porn, check out all your stuff, where do they go? Uh, CaitlinKRoberts.com. I have it all there. Can I do an endpoint too? Yes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> this this Volva puppet was made by a group of indigenous women from Peru. Um, they're called Volvolution. So, wow. like, awesome. recommend yeah. if you want a Volvo Vol- puppet. Vol- so, and uh, 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 we'll get their website on the screen yeah, as well. Vol- Volvolution. Well, thank you, Caitlin K. Roberts, for Yay! joining us today. And I teach- learned so much. I am so happy you're here. I learned a lot. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks so much. And, of course, we have a new show every Tuesday. So we will see, see you next Tuesday. Tuesday. On the point. Degrading, actually. <laughs>